0: The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com.
1: Tonight on an all-new Monsterland, Factor Falcon, Feds feeling a fleet fetish. A story about a New Hampshire meth head who blames aliens for her carjacking spree, or as I like to call their producer Dave's future Tinder date. Our sacks are bulging with mail. Bigfoot of Kentucky keeps shooting, star of the day, who will it be? It'll be you, monsters, because we unveil a brand new game starring y'all. All All that and more tonight on a brand new Monsterland. Let's go!
2: Welcome to a wicked mystery, a paranormal perfect storm known simply as Monsterland. The Monsterland podcast is recorded live in an undisclosed location somewhere in the heart of high strangeness, just outside of Monsterland, Massachusetts. And now, here are your hosts, as seen on the Travel Channel, author researcher Ronnie LeBlanc, and as seen on the History Channel, actor host Maddie Blake.
0: Where's the dog?
1: (laughs) Where's the dog?
0: It's a no dog <laughs> night. Sorry. Sorry. I, by
1: the way, I saw them in '68. They were awful. I, no dog
0: night. Not a great <laughs> band.
1: Big disappointment. I only like
0: their old stuff. Yeah. Man.
1: <laughs> Knock no times on the. Sea. What did Three Dog Night do? Doesn't even them. That's Tony Orlando and yeah, Don no. or somebody. What I don't know. What did Three Dog Night do? I don't Jeremiah know. was a bullfrog, right? Yes, Is that that? Was, them? That's one. Yeah, yeah. Joy yep. to the World.
0: Yeah, Joy, yeah. To, the joy the world. to the World. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Hi, everybody. It's almost a full studio. We have no mascot, have no dog. Uh, (laughs) And by the way, uh, Producer Dave, a little insider baseball here. I left that for you so that we could make some maybe editing uh, and post with our new intro if we
0: have to. I thought thought that might be where (laughs) you were going. (laughs) Somebody... Uh, wants a more impressive intro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
1: his head's getting big <laughs> mm. Not me. Ronnie's like, uh, how about a more accurate intro? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, hey, uh, not to toot our own horns. I say that a lot. And then I go ahead and toot the hell out of our horns. <laughs> toot it. I toot the hell out of my horns. Beep, beep. You know... Was a podcast here with two guys who uh, are on TV. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And, uh-huh. and our voiceover guy, Mike New, I don't think he'll be mad at me saying this. Um, he's literally voicing like three or four different paranormal shows right now. He's wow. the promo voice for like an, a UFO show on A and E, a UFO show on Discovery. I mean, he's it's so there's a synchronicity going on here because we had him do this show just right. because he's my friend. And now he's doing all these UFO and paranormal shows. It's really amazing it's awesome. they don't know that.
2: Right. You know, I don't right. think
1: they know that he's the Monsterland voice guy. So, anywho. Uh, how are we? Good. How you doing? Let's get monstrous. Here
0: we go. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. Want some whiskey in your
0: water? Well, there's
1: some vintage oh. oh. 3 Dog Night. What a great What's tune. crazy question you're asking me. <laughs> this is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights cause I don't wanna see. told me, let's go. Oh yeah. Man, what a song yes. All white dudes. Oh. Who would have guessed? Listen to that. I thought they were chicks for a second. I thought this was slime the Family Stone my whole life. I really <laughs> did. I thought this song yeah. was flying the stone. Open up the window. Let some air into this room.
0: And listen Ooh. to his voice, huh? Oh man
1: smell
0: What soul? And that
1: cigarette you're smoking might scare me half to death. Open up the window, sucker. Let me catch my breath.
0: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Organist
1: in green uh, silk type <laughs> bell bottoms.
0: And this was before the mullet became in- into style. It's just it's just super long hair. And it was the running gag of the 70s in every comedy that a guy would go up and scope out a chick and he'd be like, hey, check her out. And he'd go up and sh- turn around and it's a dude. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally.
1: Oh, man, what a great song. Um, yeah, there you go. Thank you, uh, thank you, producer Dave. So, uh, everyone's fine. We have a full show tonight mm-hmm. again, so let's just get right into it. I wanted to share a quick anecdote because I was thinking on the ride here, um, you know, we, we focus so much, Ronnie, on paranormal, quote-unquote, um, I, w- I wish there was another term, term we could, we could come up yeah. with. Let's just invent one because right. what I really love talking about, uh, you know, we love cryptozoology, we love the Bigfoot thing. Mm-hmm. We love UFOs, we love the alien thing,
3: synchronicity. Synchro- but that's that's yeah.
1: we also love, and I know you and I share this. We don't we we we've chosen a life of what I think some people with a negative connotation say is magical thinking you know that that's a common that i hear that phrase a lot among people who want to be seen as intellectual pseudo intellectual Mm -hmm. you know this magical thinking that people have you know a lot of atheists will use that term um to kind of besmirch thinking that there's more than what we can see going on on our planet Mm -hmm. you and i fully with 100 percent of our being believe that there's more than you can see absolutely that there's no such thing as coincidences they can happen but even that, even things that I know might not be some grand message from beyond. Right. I will take something in my life, and I will say, "I'm going to turn this into something. This is going to be for a reason." Right. And that's very not metaphysical. That's very practical. Yeah. But, but it's still beyond, you know, the normal thinking. I think. Agreed. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like things will happen to me, and I'll say, "I'll tell this story one day. This is going to be a watershed moment." Right. And I think we're both kind of wired that way. Absolutely, I don't think I can be unwired. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's, I don't know. It, it, it's it to me, it's a more exciting life. It's a, it's a more fun life because I did the other thing. I I did. I fully. I I call it my lost weekend, my John Lennon phase. You know, my I was the angry, twenty-something intellectual who wanted everyone to know how smart I was because I I said it's all a fantasy and I would read these books and quote these books and try to sound ugh mm. ugh. And I've I've lived on kind of both sides of that and I love on I love it on this side. Yeah. It's so much more exciting and so much more magical to use and the you, term. Yeah, you just
3: see the you see the the beauty in things. You see how everything is, you know you don't understand something happening right now, but then down the road you realize, oh wow, that yes. opened this door to this yes. blah 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 blah.
1: And, and people that you meet and yeah. things that happen. So I got a quick little one that happened to me. Um, this weekend.
0: Maddie, before you get to it, can yes, I chime in? Yes, Dave. As the guy who came in here as the layperson, non, non-believer perhaps, yes. uh, for lack of a better term, uh, is, is is this kind of what you're talking about? Like, th- there's magic and there's magic. There's magic that people say, that stuff's stupid. I don't believe in it. And then there's there's the in-between. We've all had moments where, take for example, a uh, sporting event. Um, you know, I remember being at one of my son's basketball games, and there was a kid who hadn't hit a shot all year, and it came down to like the last minute, and the kid chucked it up from three-quarters court, and everyone in the gym knows there's no way in hell it's going in, and it goes in. And and everyone stares at themselves for a minute like, like wh- what, how, how is that possible? And um, the, the sort of related thought, I'm just giving you kind of a mixed nuts of uh, of thoughts, but... In the movie Bull Durham, Susan Sarandon talks Tim Robbins into all kinds of superstitious stuff, including wearing lingerie underneath his uniform. And later, later, uh, Kevin Costner is screaming at her. They're having their little lover spat. And what he says is, if you're on a hot streak because if you think you're on a hot streak because you're wearing underwear or because you eat oatmeal every Tuesday or because, you know, you wear uh, pink underwear, whatever, then you are. Right. So, yes. in other words, in other words, there's some, there's something in between belief and coincidence. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I just wonder if that's what, sort of where you were going.
1: Yes, perhaps
0: many of these things
1: could be scientifically explained, and that leans that kind of is addressing the second part of what you said. There may be some matrix by which a scientist could measure this stuff. Well, belief in something is a placebo, and it makes a there's cause and effect. There's a causality to believing something, right? You know, they, they say they've yeah, done that studies one, where
0: one part, yeah, right. right, right,
1: right. And then there's the thing like at the game where I do believe things like that happen, and I do believe it's the other side. I I do believe in that type of magic. Mm-hmm. I do believe in those type of moments and magic, and 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 I also think very terrible things happen in this world also that might come from the other side, and that even among these horrible things, there are moments of grace and moments of angelic intervention and things like that. So I think it's all true. I think it's yes and, to your point. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you yeah. know what I mean? And there, there are studies we've talked about on this podcast where they've, they've literally, and some of this came out just recently in a book, and I can't remember the name, but I'll look it up afterwards, um, where patients who didn't even know they were being prayed for did measurably better in their recoveries when they were being prayed for that. by yep. a group. So how do you explain that? You know, so I fully believe, uh, you know, I, I just know. I kind of smile when people, like, uh, let's, let's take a story from the podcast, like the my mother bird thing, when the right. bird is floating mm-hmm. around. And yeah. I, just, I just knew in my heart as my mother now it's very conceivable and very easy for someone to say... <laughs> You had a bird fly through your stupid car. It's not yeah. your mother. You know, and right. I get that. But in my mind, I'm just like, there's just no doubt. And that's well, all
0: that matters. What's in your I, mind is, yeah, what, is that's I, what matters in right, this case. Right.
3: There, there was a mom that had her, her son had passed away, and he identified with robins. And so she went to go visit his gravesite with her mother, I believe. And this is like a little kid, like he's 9, 10 years old. And there was a robin sitting on his gravestone. And, wow. she, go- and she goes, wow, that's him. She puts her hand out, and doesn't the robin fly over and land into her hand? No
1: way.
3: So she's like, and they just start crying, because wow. like, this is just uh, like the other side of well, the spiritual look, moment. She's just know? fucking crazy. I was just a bird. <laughs> <laughs> but, not, but that stuff is just so cool.
0: Not to it, belabor, Maddie, but going yeah, no. back to the Bull Durham thing, yeah. I, I wasn't, wasn't necessarily going 100%. Like if you believe in these crazy things, then you develop confidence, and thus you're able to do good things. It, it's also like if you believe that the magic exists, you're a hell of a lot more apt to see it, right?
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I went to mass recently and was going through something in my mind, and the priest in the mass literally said the same thing that you're on the dude like word it was almost like it was almost like a movie scene where everyone in the church disappeared and he was Mm. directly talking about what i was going through it was eerie and i was like yep okay i'm supposed to be here yep and i I, this all comes to this point i was i was away this weekend um it was my wife's birthday she wanted to go to nantucket neither of i her or i had ever gone to nantucket and it was kind of like a little bucket list thing because it's close awesome
0: So we we said, Maddie, I've just heard one too many limericks. It's time for me to actually see this place. (laughs) And I said, Mama (laughs) told me not to come. (laughs) (laughs) So uh,
1: we went to Nantucket, long story short, and I was having a. um... Yeah, baby. (laughs) Did you pack (laughs) that?
2: I said SPF 60 for Max, (laughs) you stupid asshole. (laughs)
0: magic Uh, yoko yoko talks like louis ck's imitation of a 16 year old girl for some reason
1: (laughs) poor yoko Uh, i love you honey she doesn't listen (laughs) so anyway uh we go to nantucket and long story short uh long preamble to say this is just like one of those moments you could toss away but i know for a fact what it was and i was having a lieutenant dan in the ocean the sun was setting I had swam with Max for like two hours, or body serving was beautiful, water's 70 degrees, you're on Nantucket, it's so gorgeous. Man. And there's some stuff going on in my life professionally that's been frustrating. And personally in my family, some frustrating challenges. And I was floating in the water, Max went back in and sat with Yoko on the beach and, and they were, whatever they were doing up there. And I was alone in the water, out deep because of the sandbars. So I'm very far from shore, but I'm touching, I can touch bottom if I want. Yeah. Very yeah. far from shore, so with my back to the ocean, or excuse me, with my back to the shore, it felt like you're in the middle of the ocean, because I was out there. Mm. And I'm looking up at this sun setting, it's this, it's the magic hour, as we say in the entertainment biz. And that is such that the light is just gorgeous, it almost looks like sunrise. Right, It's that <clears throat> dusky feeling, and it's red, and it's fiery, it's beautiful, and it was, water temperature's perfect, I'm floating. And I'm having a Lieutenant Dan moment with God, and I just started, going through, you know, hey, listen, this is happening, why this, I'm I'm just, stream of consciousness, like conversation, and it started to turn into, it it went from prayer to complaint, and I said, (laughs) and so I kind of noticed it, it was trending in that as I kept talking, and I I said, you know what, I am going to complain, you know, and I was kind of like, you can handle it, you're God, you know, it's not fair. And as I said that, now this is, pr- I'm floating, you know, it's like nice and calm and I'm getting a little misty talking to God, you know, yeah. and I go, you know what? I am going to complain because here's the thing. I did everything and a little rogue wave, like a little just splash of wa- literally right in, your mouth. in my mouth, <laughs> down my throat. <laughs> so it went like this. You know what? You're God. You can handle. I'm going to complain. Here's the thing. I <coughs> <laughs> And I literally went, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. And then I turned and looked and saw my wife and kid on the beach as I'm recovering from choking. And it was so clear to me, like, shut the fuck up. Mm. Shut up. Everything is right there. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. So... And I knew, you know, and again, you could take that and say, "Oh coincidence, whatever, but I knew in my no. heart it was that was from somewhere, right. and I and I, I was driving here saying like, that's the type of stuff I like to talk about too. Mm-hmm. That's fun for me. yeah, talking about coincidences and and the other side and messages and things that
3: everyone w- can relate to that, right and 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 I we hope. always question like, where do we go after this? Where do we come from? You know, like there's a lot of fear. there's yeah. a lot of doubt. We don't know. Are we just done and that's yeah. it. Fizzles away. I don't believe that. I feel like, you know, the memories that you've kind of garnered and everything else is going to be transferred over. Mm. And you're still communicating with your family. I know my sister's passed now, but she's still around. She shows herself uh, to my kids and to my wife and to my mom in different forms. Give me an example of that. Like, give me a quick uh, little anecdote of that. Butter- Dragonflies and, mm. and butterflies and just different. Different things. Her thing was orange, right? Oh. And like uh, my cousin Lori will always talk about stuff. She's always missing her, and also like this orange jeep will pull right in front of her, <laughs> or you know, a car pulls up and it has a
1: license plate it says Kara, you know, or just different See,
3: little things uh, that and, you kind of go, and, how do you, how do you,
1: you know, coincidence or not? And, right. and and whatever the rules are on the other side, I've said this before, you know, it, they, they can't just directly say we're okay and for whatever reason the rules are. They can't do that, so they manipulate time and space and coincidences right. and things to just to, there's a there's a there's rules that they they have to kind of follow it seems like yeah. and and they do things like that and that that's the whole thing right what you just said about the orange jeep and everything is right in this little rogue wave Right in the wheelhouse. Among all the fun stuff about Area Fifty One and disclosure and Tom DeLonge and all that wonderful stuff we talked about and talk about and Sasquatch, I don't want to lose that too. No, that's, you know that's
3: a core. I think that's a big core of you and our yes. relationship. The yes. stuff that we we know that because this has been the a, a spiritual journey for yes. me more than anything else. Yes, and um, you know just even my kids, my wife, and th- all that. Just kind of. Because we're we're sacrificing what we're doing, to do this kind of stuff. Amen. You know, and it and it's it, I pay the price. You know, I've lost my job yep. and different things. Yeah, because of this. Yeah, and other you know people going. People what are think you? we're batshit crazy. Oh, like what are you doing? <laughs> like my parents think <laughs> I'm out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You have, you have four kids. Yeah, so you, what you know you need, it. but there's something in me. There's something within me that says. You're on the path that you're supposed 100%. to be on. Nobody else can t- tell you otherwise. I've yeah. always had a you know a gut instinct. You listen to your gut, and it's, it's never failed me. Even though it never seems like always it's always served you well. Yeah, it, even though it seems like ah, oh, this is you're in a bad spot now. Yes. No. Nope. It just yes. You just hang tight. Yeah. And it, and it comes. Yeah. You're, you're always like uh, if you're in doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you're doing you're who you are. I'm who I am. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mm making people laugh, educating,
1: waking people up. It's the core of what we're doing. I think that's this is always going to be a piece of it. And I want to put that out to the monsters listening, to you people who listen to this show regularly. And if you're new, please. Um, we want to hear those type of stories from you. This is a forum with which you should share it. Like If there's anything you're sitting on, we love this stuff. Oh, so yeah. any stories that you might be embarrassed to tell to a co-worker or like, you know, my father died and he loved this bird and the bird flew by me, whatever it is. Let's hear from you. Um, we'll tell you how to message us. We always do at the end of every show. Um, but we want to hear from you. We want more of those stories. I just love that stuff. It's the best. All right, let's. Uh, you know what? Let's play a little game that we haven't played in a while. Coming up on the show, we'll do a little Factor Falcon. Um, we're also we've got we got a lot of mail to get through, and we've got a new game. A new game by producer Dave. I'm very excited for this. But before we get into all that, I think we should open up a case file. And this, again, I alluded to in the intro, uh, has a local tie to New Hampshire, where there's a lot of paranormal activity, (laughs) but I'm not too sure about this one. Let's check it out.
2: Now let's open another Monsterland case file.
1: Take it away, Ronald.
3: (laughs) Amanda Fortin. Mm -hmm. New Hampshire woman blames aliens for
1: her multi-state carjacking. (laughs) Now, hold on, before you read the story, let's, 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 okay, we just did a big, long, uh, master, I mean, beautiful intro, uh, about, uh, believing and not being cynical and not right. being, it is New Hampshire. Um, I know this, if aliens were chasing me, I would probably end up carjacking or doing something to get away from them. So let's 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 let. I'm going to keep an Some open Some kind of mind. Tom
3: Cruise thing you where you don't like, you're, write. You're, you're, you're stealing yes. cars. Uh-huh. You're jumping out of windows. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's see. So, uh, yeah, so she got arrested in Kentucky mm-hmm. after police chases that started in West Virginia and went through Ohio. Holy God. So she's, uh, you know, from New Hampshire. From New Hampshire,
1: but ended up down there.
3: Previous history of drug and, and different offenses uh, back in N H, age. But, um, yeah, last week, multiple charges... She's 31. She's accused of stealing two, not one, but two vehicles and leading police on a chase until she was stopped by traffic in a guardrail. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, uh, let's see here. <laughs> she She's kind of a badass, though. She's uh, in Portsmouth, Ohio. She's accused of abandoning the first vehicle and then using a knife to carjack, to carjack another vehicle. Holy shit. Yikes. Um, they tried to pull over, unsuccessful. She, was, she went as fast as 105. as <laughs> She crossed back in the Kentucky. Um, she said after becoming boxed by traffic, guardrail, uh, they started talking to her. She said uh, sh- a sheriff reported that she had cigarettes in her ears to avoid hearing the voices. And she said she was controlled by aliens and other people. He added that he hoped that she would be able to get some mental health mm, services.
1: Okay. I'm looking at a picture of her now. Yeah, she, lo- she, she looks she looks tense. She, she looks like she's gonna <laughs> kick some ass. Yep. <laughs> can't uh-huh.
4: I can't drive 105.
0: <laughs> nice pull, Ronnie.
1: Yeah, nice job. Now you know, uh now here's the here's the insidious thing though.
3: Is she telling the truth? Is it that crazy? That- what came
1: first, <laughs> right? The alien or the egg? Yeah. In other words, the could, drugs so, the could someone be driven insane by an actual alien encounter? Or you know, there's Paul Benowitz
3: who lived near this military base, and he started picking up signals that he thought was like the Russians. So he notified right. the Air Force, and it was really, I guess, like he's a UFO researcher. So then they started. Basically turning this into a like a psyops yes. campaign and messing with him to discredit him and make him think that he's you know by the way hmm.
1: cigarette butts if you rip off the end of them I would imagine make good earplugs I would think so the right? filter kind is of their little yeah. cottony that's yeah. um I feel yeah see that type of thing
3: is it's you this, know does, this reminds me of do you remember the story about a year ago about the guy in L.A. who claimed to be a hybrid alien that was here to help stop this oh, war. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Yes. They recovered over like freaking, I, I think like a thousand guns. I mean, tons of ammunition. He was living in Malibu, he had like 10 cars, he was loaded and he yes. was saying he was like a spy of some sort, but where did he get all this shit? You know, it's and uh, he ended up dying, I guess, like and they found him in his car like two weeks later. Jeffrey Lash.
1: He was in a wealthy Los Angeles suburb. Details of his death are still unclear. He had hundreds of thousand dollars worth of cash, many, many guns. Um, <clears throat> he had devout followers. He said that he was, in fact, part alien and sent to Earth to save us all and that he worked for the CIA. They're saying, of course, none of that was true, but who knows? Um, yeah, see, that's the thing you... you it's easy, like so. You look at her; she looks batshit crazy. In oh, picture, right, yeah. And probably she has mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But, 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 if you think about it, you know, oftentimes people who go through actual alien encounters um, start to question their own sanity. Yeah,
3: reality. What? Right, yeah. and
1: and possibly take drugs to, to quiet to sh- said voices. Yes, yeah. right, mm-hmm. and. What doctors call, you know, there's obviously uh, schizophrenics, things like that, which right. is all real, and and you know, I didn't go to Harvard Medical School, but there are also people who don't fit those categories who have experiences with entities outside themselves, where they bring them to every psychiatrist and every psychologist and every they try everything, and none of it can be explained. Well, look at, yeah, Betty Andreessen, right? Like right. Just that whole thing right. and all the stuff, all the different... And many, many more. Oh. And and so while she might be, be just straight-up crazy and a criminal, whatever, I don't right. know, but I'm just saying it's endemic of she could represent that we should not just throw the baby out with the bathwater when we right. see these stories, because if yeah. you made a movie and you showed a, a character who was really having, whether it be psyops from the CIA or an actual alien encounter of some right. kind that was negative, right? And that person was trying to, as you said, Tom Cruise, get away from their steel cart, right? And and everyone around her thought she was crazy, and then stupid podcasts like, I was like, look at this crazy chick. For this. She's <laughs> going to bang producer Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, oh, my God, that poor character, that poor woman. Like, I know, no oh, my God. Her. Wait, wait a minute. David, stop tindering her. <laughs> My God, he started already. Wait, he just realized
3: he- he's connected to her on Facebook. He's
1: like, oh, my God. It says here she was looking for me with uh, super cool glasses. <laughs> three,
0: three common friends on Facebook. I, like, I want a man with vision.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like, you know, you never, never truly know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Until you know. Right. So, uh, well, I hope she gets the help she needs, or I hope that uh, they were able to find out if it's if it's actually going on or, or whatever maybe 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 someone can help her um why don't we do this w- let's talk about that Bigfoot yeah in Kentucky what we, was that story
3: we're hearing UFOs UFOs left and right yeah and now a Bigfoot story that has emerged in the news actually got picked up by CBS yesterday uh Bigfoot sighting in Kentucky again Kentucky nice little uh, segue here uh, so a couple recounts, Bizarre Tale, at Mammoth Cave. Um, two college students, Brad Ginn and Madeline Durand um, from Western Kentucky, were camping um, at Mammoth Cave. And all of a sudden, there was a, a gentleman that just showed up uh, saying, you guys in a not in a safe place. You need to get out of here. There's Bigfoot around here. And, I have, and it shows them a gun. Uh, so they've been sleeping in a the tent. They're 22 and 24. Um, they noticed this man and his young son were approaching and when they got to the tent, um, I guess they found that his, this man's tent had been destroyed and mentioned that we're in Bigfoot country. Hmm. He told them, um, he showed them the gun, in the back of his pocket said, if, if you, um, run, if you hear shots. And a few minutes later, they see lights approaching again, this from their tent, this gentleman, and his son, and then, as they got closer, they hear the man yell something. Oh my God! Do you see it? There it is! And they start shooting. So the guy sat you know, sh- shoots his gun into the darkness. They run over to the man to see what's happening, and he says he saw a Sasquatch emerge from the brush near their tent and start approaching him. So he starts to fire at this at these. Uh, so
1: all right, hold on. So young campers are are are, are woken by a crazy man or you know a, a man who's upset and he's got a gun.
3: Yep, so they're at their tent, this guy shows up with his son approaches Disheveled the tent and yep. breathing
1: heavy and saying there's something there. There's something my tent was
3: destroyed. There's something over here. This is Bigfoot country. You're not safe. He Holy goes, "If shit. you hear gunshots, start running." Shows him their gun, his gun. Uh and then they I guess a little bit while later they see the the flashlight from him and they see him approaching again and then a gunshot goes off into Ooh. the woods. So, that escalated um, quickly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, spokesperson for the Mammoth Cave National Park um, said that they respond to this incident, 2 a.m., firearm, no injuries. Um, they're still investigating this. Did um, they find the guy? Do you know? Like, Do they know who the guy is now? They said that although possession of firearms within the park is legal, as uh, long as they follow state laws, there's no you know issues there. Uh but discharge discharging a firearm in the park is strictly prohibited.
1: Now that area like Mammoth Cave in Kentucky's had a lot of reports. I think there was I remember reading there was four hundred Bigfoot right. reports in that area and, and around Kentucky. So it definitely um, it's a hot spot. Yes. for sure. Now I'm just wondering if, if 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 he if they found that guy, I'd like to talk to him or hear an interview with him, whoever this strange man was. Now is this in conjunction because one of the stories had a picture caught on a on a trail cam or a uh, Arizona Department of Trans- Transportation. Oh, this is Arizona Department of Transportation, a cluster oh, yeah. of unusual to... creatures on one of their highway uh, cameras.
3: Yeah, that was like a year ago. Okay, um, so it's not yes. related to that story. Yeah, they just included in the article right. to
1: say like this is what because that that kind of looks odd too. Yeah, those, those creatures. Yeah, um, that's the Courier Journal. If you want to look it up, the Louisville Courier. It's called Bigfoot Sighting in Kentucky. Couple recounts bizarre tale at Mammoth Cave. If you want to look that up, here's
4: my
3: thinking on this. Yeah, what do you, I I instantly got the ah, this sounds like collusion. This sounds like the couple and the guy, either this never, you know, they're either they had a gun and they went off, and I I don't know, it just seems kind of odd. Like, are they trying to get some attention that there was a. A Bigfoot sighting. I'm always one to believe that people, when they are coming forward with a story, that they're telling the truth. But in this case, I kind of wonder if, if this is, you know, it's two college students. Hey, let's make a story. It's a Bigfoot play, you know, hot spot. All right, you know, let's I go through this. Out there.
1: The, the man and his son then left, said the witness, this gin. Um, the couple called 911 and hiked five miles back to their car. Marley Schroeder, spokesperson for Mammoth Cave National Park, confirmed that law enforcement responded to an incident involving an individual with a firearm about 2 a.m. Sunday. Um, so it sounds like they never so they found this guy. So they that's, called 911.
3: So that's something that you don't really going to you know mess with if you're lying. Correct, if you're, Correct, lying, if you're right? lying. That that's, so.
1: that might lead in their favor. The fact that, that we haven't found this guy and his son is odd, though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So they would have to be doing it for attention, or wanting to get on TV, or that's to my make up. Really,
3: that's my guess. That it's like, hey, let's create this story. Um, maybe they knew there's the show coming around town that's filming because it's a hot spot, and they're looking for new stories. And they go, you know, what, let's go, let's get on TV, or who knows, or maybe it, it happened as they said it did. It just seemed to, you know, I don't know. I just get a weird vibe from it, but. I could be completely wrong.
1: There are, again, I'm looking now, um, there are Bigfoot encounters in Mammoth Park, and in in fact, there's an audio clip. David, let's play this, because uh, uh, this is what the article goes on to say. Um, With all the almost nearly 400 Bigfoot sightings in Kentucky, many around this area, Mammoth Cave National Park, um, one of the stories that they talk about happened in August of 2015. Activity began around 1 a.m., which is consistent with this new one, the one we're talking about. Uh, <clears throat> there were many different strange vocalization experience, said the witness. And Brent, is the witness, posted an audio clip of his encounter. Um, and uh, they they said that they spoke to You know the law enforcement people and officials, and they believe that this encounter was valid, or at least that the person wasn't lying. Um, They said this is a credible witness and a credible, credible report. So uh, let's see. This is Courier Journal, Bigfoot sighting in Kentucky. Couple recounts bizarre. Knocking sounds like two rocks clacking together. Wow, Hi. Ooh. that could be David and the girl from New Hampshire. That doesn't sound like a coyote. Nope.
2: Owl? Possibly.
1: Yeet. It's a guy and his daughter camping.
2: This is their...
0: Why are crickets so scary? I know. I don't
1: know, what the hell are they doing, crickets? That's a lot of noise to your legs. You hear noises like that in the woods. I'm sorry. I mean, that is disturbing. That is disturbing. Um, so yeah, so there might be something to this because of all the other activity activity and, in that yeah. area. Um, man, yeah, they said that was a very credible sighting or you know witness testimony because it was a guy and his little his young daughter and mm. she she swore to it too. Uh, this is not a new phenomenon. We either have an unidentified primate species living in our own backyard. Or we have a myth on a national scale, said uh, a, a local expert. As for Gin and Duran, this is the couple that we started this whole thing with, uh, this whole story with. They said their bizarre encounter over the weekend won't deter them from going back into the woods near Mammoth Cave. We love hiking in the outdoors too much not to return. We'll be back better prepared for an emergency. Um, I don't know, Ronnie. I'm hmm. not as, I'm not as, uh, I would be until I kind of finished the article and all the other sightings make me you think get the that maybe there's something to nine one one call. Yeah the nine one one call is yeah. significant because is right. if you want to get on whatever Discovery Channel, whatever, yeah. um, calling nine one one at two in the morning's a a, a risky proposition. You can get in real trouble for
3: it. It also gives you credibility though, right? Like, well there's there's a Shit. record I call in nine one one. That's true. You could you could say, hey, uh, we heard shots fired. That this is true. Is but We'll see, but man, that um, the the audio there with the little howl that did not sound like a dog. I
1: want to keep my eyes on right. this story because I want to see if they get if they find the man and the, and yeah. the, and well, this, the kid yeah. who actually discharged the weapon. I think that needs to happen for it to you know really be credible. Although yeah. he could be lying too, collusion as you say. But
0: uh, Monsterland, point of order. Should yes, the, should Bruce this should, should, should this have been a Factor Falcon, and if so, how will you rule, or is this incomplete?
1: That's, well, you Mm. know what? You're segueing accidentally into we were gonna do a Factor Falcon coming up in seconds, but why don't we include this in that, and thereby, yes, Ronnie? Well, I was just gonna say, Factor Falcon
3: as a kind of a UFO thing, maybe we need to have something that's more Bigfoot for Maybe you need to fuck off.
2: (laughs) 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 Fine, make up a, then you make it up. (laughs)
1: Whatever, all right. (laughs) What do we call it? Uh, I, don't uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Squatch or not? Squatch or not? Hey, you just did it. I'm that done. could work. Why don't we crowdsource it? Monsters, right. yeah. we have factor falcon for UFO uh, mysteries. We vote on it, whether we think it's a fact, an actual UFO, or a falcon, a misidentification. If you go back and listen, you'll see that there's a reason for that. An expert told us that it was a falcon and blah, blah, blah. You know if you listen to the show. But we need one for Bigfoot. We need a game. Squatch or not is right now the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, But why don't you name it for us? Let us know on social media. What do you think we should call our, is it a Squatch or not? Let's for now call it Squatch or not. Ronnie, Squatch or not, Kentucky?
3: Uh, I say not.
1: I'm going to say Squatch. Because that sound just scared the shit out of me. So I'm going to go ahead and believe it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're split. It's controversial.
2: Uh, Another and pick up, goddamn Oh shit, we're recording. Want to go deeper into the mystery? Get the book, Monsterland, Encounters with UFOs, Bigfoot, and Orange Orbs by Ronnie LeBlanc. Available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere fine books are sold.
1: Uh, why don't we do a Factor Falcon? Because we had that queued up anyway. Yeah. Nice job, Dave. Accidental producing. Let's play another round
2: of <laughs> Fact or Falcon.
1: This round of Factor Falcon is brought to you by my partner Ronnie LeBlanc's show, On Travel Channel, in which you can see him, called "In Search of Monsters." Ronnie, uh, talk about "In Search of Monsters" and uh, when you can see it. Can you look for it on your de- on your uh, on demand? Yep, so you can find
3: it on demand now on Travel Channel. The first season has been completed. First uh, eight episodes. Ken Gerhard, myself, Nick Redfern, and others um, done by the producers of "Ancient Aliens." Prometheus Love also it. does "Curse of Oak Island," and uh, it's a fun show. Typically, it's on Wednesday nights, but you can find it on demand.
1: Find Ronnie LeBlanc on Travel Channel in search of monsters on your On Demand now. All right, Ronald. This factor falcon is a heavy one. Um, and again, we're going to decide if this is factual. We believe it's actual UFO activity or if it's a falcon, a misidentification a, or a false flag or fake story. So, Ronnie, let's go. This was in the news, (laughs) (laughs) all over the place. Um, Let's dig into it.
3: Yes, so we have an interesting story out of just lost it here. This is the Um, fleet of UFOs, right? Yeah, fleet of UFOs, about a dozen of them. This was in Casper, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. And there was some footage, uh, which has sparked some worldwide alarm, as they say in this article. Calling these lights like an amara. Um, basically, they're not sure are these UFOs. Or is this just simple some drones, a dozen drones moving across? And there, you can hear the cameraman saying, "You know, what is that? Are they drones? They're either drones or aliens." But this, you know, everyone's kind of buzzing with UFOs. So this story definitely got picked up on the national level.
1: Let's watch the video. Uh, you folks at home, listen along. This was in a lot of different. Papers all over the place. Um, this particular article that we're looking at comes from Express UK. Uh, it's titled, What Do They Know? <clears throat> uh, U.S. Federal Officials Gives Mysterious Response to This Fleet of UFOs. First, let's watch the video, and then we'll comment on what the government had to say about it. Here we go. You're seeing a phone camera, obviously, over the night sky. Casper, Wyoming. looks like a residential neighborhood. What? That is not us. That is not the AM- ASMR kid <laughs> from last week's Area 51. Okay, so you're seeing wow. lights in the sky. Are they drones? Star-like lights in formation, flying very quickly. There's a lot of them, at least wow. one, a dozen, at least yeah. more. Two and dozen. And they're lighting up. Some of them are kind of flaring up. Oh,
4: look. what a those? <laughs> they're glowing.
3: Silent.
2: My camera sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, drones, maybe. They're either drones or aliens.
0: There's so many of them.
4: The
1: That's interesting, huh? There's a lot of them, and they're moving. Uh, Where are they going though? I don't know, cameraman.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are
1: those? They're, they're clearly in some sort of formation, right?
3: I don't get drones. No, you know, immediately I don't get that. But Where? also on video, we're seeing the white light. These could be orange. They could oh, yeah, be different, correct, You know, oh. a couple
0: more coming. Didn't it look like some of them were too close well, together to yes. be airplanes? Yes. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, they're definitely not airplanes in my opinion. And you don't really hear anything. Yeah, they're but silent. The I've the never camera's seen. it's
2: not really picking them up now.
1: All right, so let's let's go into what the Fed said. <clears throat> a mysterious video of a fleet of UFOs has sparked worldwide alarm, with some calling the strange moving lights an armada. The bizarre footage captured over the skies of Wyoming uh, has sparked alarm among local officials and questions for the U.S. government. Uh, this continuous stream of white objects can be seen flying over the town of Casper, Wyoming. Uh, the cameraman here saying, what is that? Are they drones, et cetera, et cetera? So let's talk about what the feds said.
0: I mean, has there been uh, an explanation, it, any aircraft or anything that would be monitored by FAA? They, they said they
3: were heading towards the airport. He said they weren't orbs. They looked like some kind of craft. But he said they does not believe that they were drones because they were completely silent.
1: Alan Goddamn British, goddamn British websites. With their ads with your ads,
2: it keeps like going off like and going a spoiled, on. Spoiled, petulant child. <laughs> it's time for another Matty rant. <laughs> I'm sick of Brits telling. Here's, I'm sick
1: of Brits coming over here and lecturing us about our politics. Say what you want about Donald Trump. Say what you want about the Democratic uh, frickin' debate that was the last couple nights. I'm sick of hearing Brits talk to us about uh, the American government. Is, uh, you lost. We kicked your ass in 1776. <laughs> Stay over there and shut up. Worry about your own Brexit. Course, there was about uh, six Brits on TV last night talking about how horrible Trump was and how horrible the Democrats are. Shut up. You're not. I wouldn't go to Britain and be like, here's the thing about the parliament. You and your stupid parliament, you guys suck. I'd be like, hey, uh, it's great to be in your country. I'm a respectful American. Thanks for having me. How about a little bit of that?
0: We are most... Dreadfully embarrassed, Matty. uh, You seem to have everything perfectly under control here in the States. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, uh, horrible British accent. Please (laughs) please carry on.
1: And while you're at it, fix your fucking websites that keep blinking out when I'm trying to do a podcast. the worst. Okay, here we go. Yes,
0: we're afraid it's on the fritz again this week.
1: Alan Ketzinger, spokesperson for the FAA's Northwest Mountain Region, said he was not able to offer a positive identification of the phenomenon immediately. He mysteriously added that there wasn't anything in the air that night that the FAA could identify. This has prompted speculation that the U.S. knows what the mysterious lights indeed are. One video viewer said this is the first sign of an invasion. Another wrote it could be military technology, but it definitely looked like there was some sort of formation, which could be an assault practice formation, something like that, and that's why they're mum. Either way... This is very interesting. Um, I'm going fact on this one. Fact that they are
3: UFOs, alien
1: craft. I, 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 I want to go that far. Come on, Ronnie. <clears throat> All right, the well, whole the, the what whole, the
3: hell? Let's let's say
1: they're aliens. Well, okay. well, the whole spirit of Factor Falcon was we thought that thing was a moving two oh, supersonic. Yeah. It was a UFO. I still, I still, An just alien because he, just cause
3: he said it's a falcon, I still don't buy
1: it, but. I'm gonna say, I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna say, Falcon. Can I have my screen please? Thank you. That's my pet Falcon saying that this is bullshit. Not that it's not mysterious, it is. But I believe them to be military of some kind. Okay. And that's why they're not talking about
4: them. (laughs) Okay,
1: okay. (laughs) <laughs> we shall keep our eyes on that It's a great video though if you want to check it out it really is interesting um, it's definitely not drones in my opinion, no too many um silent in some kind of formation. We'll have to look into Casper and, too and, and see and if I, there's any casper Wyoming yeah, let's just to do see that if there's any weird and stuff I feel happening. like uh. If there were that many drones flying in formation, somebody would have known about it, including possibly the FAA or some sort of local well, business or something. Because you got to well, plus you, you have to have red, green lights. You have right. you can
3: fly only a certain elevation. Da da, da Exactly
1: you know. right. So somebody would know something.
0: Guys, yeah, Casper, Wyoming. The most famous Casper was a ghost. ghost.
1: Wow.
4: Just you are absolutely on to nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the way, how about that Casper the Ghost remake movie? Holy shit. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh god. Terrible. Oh. Dog god. shit. I don't stop watching many movies. I'm very easily entertained. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> Uh, I'm like a child that you can just dangle keys in front of. I'm like,
0: ooh, movie. They should go dark and make uh, the Casper the Ghost movie uh, like real life, where Casper was actually killed in a a gruesome suicide murder, and then came back as Casper. Ironically, came back as Casper the Friendly Ghost. (laughs) Well, have you seen the trailers to the um, Uh, the Casper? This time it's personal. (laughs) No the uh, Banana Splits movie have you seen no, this No come on The Banana Splits movie is being redone as a oh horror my God. as a horror no, movie No no yes, no Yes I kid you not No Yes I'll find the trailer oh, while no. while you're oh, yeah, doing other it's, things It's, it's uh, Tra la la to die <laughs> That's right I'm telling you
3: Is that Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing Oh no it, uh, It's
0: it's brilliant they turn it they turn the thing completely on its head
1: Quick aside and this is kind of stealing some of producer Dave's thunder with his monster media. I just started another life on Netflix, a sci-fi um, one episode in. It's right on Netflix. It, uh, it's a sci-fi futuristic series.
0: I haven't um, seen this. About, Ani- yeah, um, anybody um, we know
1: in it? An a- no, uh, yeah, no. some character actors you've seen before. Okay. Um, no one huge. Uh, but it, it basically an, uh, an alien craft, craft lands on Earth and then immediately goes into the ground and erects some sort of crystalline tower, hmm. and it just stays there, and it's emitting a signal, and no one knows what to do. Wow. So they send a spaceship out into deep space to go to the planet where they believe it to come from, to the star system they believe it's coming from, to contact and say, what the fuck are you doing here on Earth? And I'm only one episode in, but it's quite fun thus far. Like it. So yeah, check that out, right on Netflix. It's. Another life.
0: So this is really happening—the Banana Splits movie. Oh God! Uh, of course, I just lost it. It's called Producer. What is
1: it? What was it run by a British website?
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there uh, oh, yeah, yeah. it
0: is. not the American
1: hit play, and then we'll make it disappear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, sweetheart, we are going to the Banana Splits. <gasps> Sometimes at night, I see the splits riding around in the little cars, no, laughing no. and <laughs> singing.
4: Who's excited to see the Banana Splits? Yeah!
1: Rebecca, 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 I'm canceling the show. What? Hey kids, put on your ha- happiest faces because the Banana Splits show. Is about to begin. <laughs> His eyes just turned demon red. Where are the children? Mom! Get out of here! Time's almost up!
0: Oh, oh no! This to me. Let me now the show can go on forever and ever and ever! Come on, you fuzzy son of
1: a I just really want your
2: brother's birthday to be perfect. <laughs>
3: That was crazy.
2: (laughs) We're going to have so much fun. Straight to Blu-ray. Straight to Blu-ray digital (laughs) right
1: at the end. Um, You know what? What is it? Let's analyze this for just a second before we get into the new game that I'm very excited about. Producer Dave's Mm. new game. Um, Starring starring you, Monsters, so don't go anywhere. But um, what is is it because that's clearly tapping into there is a creepiness inherent in
3: children's things oh my god yeah well, there's the whole five nights at freddy's which was basically the play of um uh chuck e cheese the animatronics and it, Got it. when it shuts down at night you to work security and this kid made this whole game my kids were
1: totally into it
3: the right whole thing. and that's kind of like yes Jumping on that little bandwagon. Well, wagon, it but. goes
1: back to creepy dolls have always been in horror movies, mm-hmm. you know, from Annabelle before that. Chucky Shucky. Shucky, yeah. the child's toy. Clowns. Hello. Clowns, right? poltergeist. Yeah. What is it? I guess the pure innocence of something.
3: Yeah, it's the opposite. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's like something that's so innocent safe and, and safe and full of love and joy. It's, right. a, it's a thin line between love and hate type of thing where it's like yeah. that the twisting of that. There's nothing more scary because if you make something ghoulish and scary, it's inherently scary. But then right. if you take something that's supposed to be so safe and innocent and twist it, it's that much more scary. Right. And so I guess they're trying to tap into that. There's also a whole 70s kitsch thing going yeah, on with that. For sure. The banana splits was very kitschy for those of you who right. remember. Um,
0: and it, but it was a little creepy, like the yeah, the the, 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 yeah. the way they saw the the mascots. So if you never saw the show, it's a basically a bunch of like B level carnival mascot costume yes. guys running around, and was, was they were like, just
1: setting up cartoons is all they were doing, right? right?
0: Right, they were like the the shepherd of of just various little funny things. But right. but you said there's a fine line, there's a fine line between between like mascots that you know the with the full head and the costume. Like you go to. Disney World, and you got Mickey and Minnie, and they're perfect, and their costumes are so perfect. And then you go to a, you know, a carnival, and it's, hey, it's uh, Freddy the Frog, and Freddy the Frog's a little rough around the edges, Boom. and there's something very scary see, you, about it. You him. can see the separation yeah. of the head and the body, <laughs> yeah,
1: and like, yeah. there's sweat stains <laughs> on the back right. of it. Yeah, <laughs> and <the snaps>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. And uh, the
0: banana splits were like JV Disney, and, yes. and so there was something like that. Like yep.
1: a perversion of a yes. really good yes. uh, Disney costume. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I think it looks very funny actually <laughs> and very fun. I was about to uh go off on a rant on it but I look they're very much in on the joke. Right. That that's more like that clip is more like oh uh, boy, Shark- better get that 30 <laughs> second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> False alarm.
1: Here's the thing about Hornet. <laughs> mo- no. Uh that was more a little bit more like uh Sharknado. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like that was just so campy. Uh, like oh, yeah. chucky. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh I'll ch- I'll actually watch that because <laughs> I have some nostalgia around banana splits, because that was one of my babysitters, you know <laughs> what I mean, back in the 70s. Um all right, without any further ado, let's play our new game. Yes. I am so excited for let's this. Let's do this. Let's go.
0: So th- Maddie, this is before I, I hit the button. Yes. This was your idea. Do you want to uh just give a little
1: Well, it's 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 everything here is a team idea. It comes from all of us. But uh we were talking about how In effect, we keep saying on this podcast that the public is becoming so much more aware of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But then one day we were talking about the Tic Tac UFO video, for example, and saying, like, you know what? No one really gives a shit. Like, it doesn't seem like the world isn't freaking out. Disclosure has happened. And and didn't Tom DeLonge just release a piece of metal?
3: Yeah, he started talking about, yeah. From a UFO? Yeah.
1: We're studying this metal materials, not from this earth. He released a picture, right? Yeah. of a metal that they say to the stars is saying from an alien craft, no scientist can identify what it is. It's got unique properties of no material here on earth. And have you seen anyone talking about it? Nada. Nada. So the question is is does the public really know about these issues? Well, we're going to find out right now.
2: Here we go. <laughs> Now let's take it to the streets and put you to the test. It's Producer Dave's Paranormal Pop Quiz.
0: Pop, All right. I paranormal scored. pop quiz.
1: Paranormal pop quiz. Uh, so, so are you accosting people on the street, David? I love this.
0: At any <laughs> any moment in my life where I happen to be talking to people, I'm getting some strange stares. Yes. Uh, I love can it. Can you please do a par- paranormal quiz? And some people have bolted in the opposite direction. I love this. Now, this one, j- just th- this may not be typical of future editions of this, but okay. we, we happen to have someone in the studio. She's uh, you know, she's a layperson. She's a civilian when it okay. comes to paranormal, so I thought she fell into the category. She is a motivational speaker. She does a podcast oh. with us. Her name's Allie Beth, and uh, uh, Allie Beth Stories is the name of her podcast. And so I had her here, and I said, are you game? And she said yes. Love so it. I have a little intro so you can... Now, the game is mm-hmm. that Maddie and Ronnie need to guess how she's going to answer right. certain... Mm-hmm paranormal related trivia questions or, or you know those type of questions and um and so here we go. Now, I have uh, I chatted chit-chatted with her for a few minutes. Good, because we have to
1: get a feel for exactly. her just to see if we think she's going to know right. these answers. A little okay. bit
0: of a scouting report. Got it. So, when, it. so now you take a listen, and when this gets old, you can just say get rid of it, but here we go with Allie. Hey, this is producer Dave checking in with our usual installment of the Paranormal Pop Quiz, courtesy of Monsterland. I want you to say hello to Allie Beth, who is a motivational speaker and a wellness consultant. Allie Beth, thank you so much for being here.
5: Thanks for having me, Dave.
0: Now, if her voice sounds familiar and you're a fan of Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network, it's because Allie has a podcast on this very network. All right. Uh, Should we get to question number one? Let's do it. All right, here we go. A UFO video was released in 2017 by the government. It's a big-time UFO. It became nicknamed after a little tasty mint. Okay. What is this UFO now known as? A. Ooh, I
5: get choices. Yeah, you get choices. Yeah, oh, so it's nice. not that hard. It's not I that already hard. was going to guess. No, okay. you get you
0: get a 33% chance uh, no matter what happens. Okay. There. So mm-hmm. what is this UFO now known as? A, the Jolly Rancher. B, the Tic Tac UFO. Oh, that's Or uh, I got cut off. C, C was the Skittle uh, screamer or something like that. The, oh, sk- the Skittle sc- right, so or something.
1: All right. Now, will she get this right? Right. right will she get it? It?
0: Yes, she will.
1: I heard her. I, it felt like she was uh, going to guess Tic yes. Tac anyway. But yes. that, so I'll say, yes, she gets this right. Yeah. The Tic Tac UFO. Okay. Here we go. B.
0: <laughs> so be, you're, you're going to say, be the Tic Tac UFO. Be the
5: Tic Tac UFO. I was going to say that before you even asked me.
0: Were you really? Yes. How about that, Maddie Blake? You called that. Now I'm wondering if if that's a
1: guess that she just guessed it because he said "tasty mint" or she knew the story. That's that's. I I think a little bit of both. I think she's probably like, "Oh yeah, I remember here." All right, all right. Right. We're off to a good start. So far, the public knows. Right.
0: What top secret military base are millennials planning on storming to demand the truth about aliens? A, Area 51. B, Area 44. C, building 19 and a half. <laughs>
4: Thank
1: you. Thank Fiendishly you. clever sure question, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think she'll get this also. I agree. Because Area 51, I think, is one of those things that has bled into the general public knowledge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? So gotten, even if it's gone not...
3: viral, so I would yeah. say, yes.
1: And like, she, we, like we said, she's a hot yoga instructor. What? <laughs> and she's uh, in the know, so yes, she'll uh, know it.
0: Okay, there was a movie called Area Fifty One, a, a, a animated movie for kids, I think, called oh, Area really? Fifty One. Yeah, yeah, and she has kids. So,
1: do the banana splits kill a bunch of people? They in do, it? Of course <laughs> they do. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here's her answer.
5: I gotta say B because forty four is spirit. Oh in my! God.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Why is that a spiritual number? The
5: that's what 44 means in numerology. Spirit. It, it means
0: spirit? Yeah. Is that right? It does. In this case, it means you're
4: wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. I thought bit. she would right, have right. that one. Yeah.
1: Shocking that someone that would know about numerology yeah. wouldn't know Area 51. Yeah.
4: Hmm.
1: Interesting. Hmm. You see, once again, it points <laughs> out that there are different factions of all this stuff that we call paranormal. Right. Right? Yeah. She probably knows about past life regression, because she's into yoga. She knows about numerology. I bet she knows about all kinds of spiritual aspects, but doesn't know about Area 51 and doesn't know how the alien t- story ties into all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too excited about this game.
2: Jesus.
0: Are we ready for question three? His uh, yeah, yes, okay. agent wow, inexplicably that did not get him. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I stepped in your game. Yeah, you did. Oh, hey, okay. David, you want to plug another podcast? What? <laughs> <fucking> game? <laughs> Gotta say, I was. Hey, that was one of the. Sometimes you listen to yourself back, you're like, shut the hell yeah, up. Yeah, what are you doing? Go, Dave, hurry up. Get to the friggin' point. Yeah.
1: Hey, here's our contestant. What What's your name and what UFO do you do? All right. Was <laughs> she was helping me so much. <laughs> <laughs> On a Wednesday. No, it was a Tuesday. What's your yoga <laughs> <laughs> schedule? Why don't we post it online? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Why do I become effeminate when I'm a? I am I, I do not know. know. I don't mind it. It's kind of <laughs> nice, actually. But, all right, here we go. All right. What famous UFO study was recently dramatized on a popular History Channel show that Maddie's agent inexplicably did not <laughs> get him <an> audition for? <laughs> uh, A Sorry, Maddie. I know, right? <laughs> Too bad. Bad luck, Maddie. A. Operation Paperclip. B. Project Blue Book. C. Mission Missing Office Supplies. <laughs> A, Operation Paperclip. B, Project Blue Book. C, Mission Missing Office Supplies.
1: I think she's going to go for Paperclip. I say she gets it wrong. I'm going
0: to say Blue Book. We're, you think she'll get it right? Yeah. No, Blue Book is correct, right? Yes, right. Blue okay. Book. <laughs> the, the <laughs> name, I'm,
1: I, we should say that for the audience. Right. That, yes. Of course, the show, <laughs> the right answer is opera, is uh, Project Blue Book. Right. I think she's going to go for the Paperclip because it, <laughs> I don't... I
4: yeah. Just,
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: And Ronnie, you think she'll get it right? I think she'll get blue. I green. say wrong. Ronnie says right. Yep. All right. We're tied. i have
5: to right. take we'll a take guess. It. 33% chance. Right. Um, I've been saying B every time, so let me say... Uh, I'm going to say B again.
0: I think you're absolutely right <laughs> with the operation. Um,
5: really? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. yeah
0: but again, was it. Was right.
1: a guest, a, yeah, a, a general, yes. so a member of the public guess, thus far. That
3: knowing. Now here's, right. right, now right. here's
1: the thing. So, Ronnie, you're winning, but I want to ignore that fact and point out the fact. Of course. That <laughs> the real point of this is not who won or lost. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did we have fun?
1: <laughs> you know, if I was winning, I'd be that. But, uh, touting that. But uh, Touting that. The real point here is that not just a member of the public not knowing these things, but I remember the public who is, as we said again, hip, does a podcast, knows about numerology. Someone you would assume would know the basics mm-hmm. of these stories does not know them. Mm-hmm. So really, there's a lot more that needs to come out yep. uh, a lot more to work. The, to Yeah, to the general public. Although, as we play future editions of this game, who knows? We might get people True. that know everything that's going on. All right, go ahead, David.
0: <laughs> Sorry, question four. Here we go. Yes. What type of aliens are considered the most common, making up nearly half of reported alien encounters? Is it A, the reptilians, B, the Mexicans, or C, the greys?
1: What type (laughs) of aliens? I'll tell you right now, it's B. (laughs) Swarming. (laughs) Uh, So, of course, the answer is uh, the greys. I think she will get this right because greys, again, very popular, and yeah. I think reptilians sounds funny. Right. Probably sound funny to her and unbelievable. Yeah. And of course Mexicans is a joke. Aliens, Mexicans. Uh, so I, I think she'll get this right just based on her intelligence, her common intelligence.
0: Ronnie, well, did you... I'm gonna go wait, with yeah.
3: reptilians just to be different. Okay. All just right. to see Sounds
0: she, like a joke, too. That's, eh, <laughs> I'm just trying to get in the mind of Maddie. He's he's a tough one to figure out. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about what that. What type of alien she's... Are considered the most common. Right, Nearly half again. of reported Sorry. alien encounters. Is it A, the reptilians? B, the Mexicans? Or C, the greys? And answer coming up in just one moment. <sighs> I'm gonna go.
5: say. I'm gonna say. Definitely not B. Not yeah, Mexican. the Mexican. Yeah,
0: that would <laughs> seem to be uh, kind of inappropriate, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
5: Reptilians. Not. I mean.
0: Or is that, yeah, does that sound kind of fabricated?
5: Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with C.
0: C, the grays. Yeah. Your answer is... All right, she's correct. So again, though,
1: pretty much a guess. Didn't know. Yeah. With a little bit of help from the proctor, by the way.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, reptilian
0: sounds crazy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Make up better red herrings, Uh, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> the lost Office Supplies. Come on. <laughs> it's funny. Paper It's funny, it? but it's, yeah. Blue book, paper clip. Yeah. Lost Office Supplies. We get it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, we Thank get it. All right. <laughs> um, uh,
1: so she got that one correct. Right. Again, but not sure. Right. And yes. by the way, interesting point that Greys make up such a large percentage of alien encounters, according to witnesses. I think that's a, a, a key point. Yeah. That's a little freaky. Yeah.
0: All right, we move uh, on. Final question. No, there is are a couple it? more. Oh, okay, Tom DeLonge okay. is a former rock star turned paranormal pied piper. He was in what band? So that's uh, what they mean by paranormal pied piper, which is really hard to say. A little obtuse. Uh, is that he's become this champion of studying the paranormal and UFOs? So Tom DeLonge was in what band? A Matchbox Twenty. B, Blink-182, or C, Three Dog Night. (laughs) Three Dog Night, (laughs) coming back. Call back, thank you. Right. What do you guys think?
3: Now, she's around our age, so
1: I would think Mm. that she would know Blink-182. I don't think so. No? I think she's a – put her up there again. We were looking at her – social media page, her, her website.
0: Yeah, now I've got her website up there. She's uh, she's
1: just... way too, uh, I think she's way too spiritual. I think she listens to like Enya. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, you know what I mean? <laughs> G- I don't <laughs> think she listens to Blink-182. Right. I think on her crazy nights, she listens to like, I Will Survive on Girls' Night Out. You know what I mean? Like, come on, girls. But she wasn't rocking out to Blink-182. I think um, she was listening to Enya and classical music. And then she listens to like Casey and the Sunshine Band for fun. And like, like <laughs> yeah. Gloria Gaynor. Just I will for survive. a goof.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I can sum people up just based on a picture. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. So I think she has no idea. Okay. And she will guess uh, Matchbox 20. I'm going to say Blink. She gets it. Said. Okay. All right. I
5: really want to go with, and again, I hate to stick with B, but Blink 182 just sounds kind of spiritual UFO ish. There and, we
0: go. Uh, wow. Well wow. done. Wow. Really? Yeah, yes.
5: Well
4: done.
1: Again, another
3: guess. Wow. Another guess. Spiritual UFO-ish, huh? I guess she's right. 182 or something? What was the... Do you know what the genesis of that n- title was? <sighs> Basically... You from, were a music guy. Well, from my understanding, which, which is funny, band. is is Joe Scalani, who was the bass player for the Vandals, who actually produced blink 182's first yep. album. They were called Blink. There was an Irish band that was also called Blink. Okay So they had just changed their name So they just threw 182 on the end of it, it was, was what I was told
1: You're correct
0: <laughs> Ding 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 uh, <laughs> There she is say the word, say the
4: word.
1: I don't know what these two paranormal freaks are talking about <laughs> But I'm going to humor them And hopefully they'll leave me alone
0: all right. I did two bonus questions. All right. All right. cool. So I right. love bonus questions. All right. Here we go with the bonus questions. All right.
1: I want to use her, by the way.
0: Excuse me? I mean, uh, her, her services. She looks like a, she could
1: really improve my life. Met. Her website's very impressive.
0: Yeah. She's got a cool uh, quiz you take on there to...
1: Let's take it. You know, <laughs> I'm serious. Let's take it after
0: this. Well, okay. Sure. What the hell? It's our yeah. podcast. We do yeah, Okay. All right. Uh, bonus question! Here we go with oh, the bonus. Oh, hold questions. on. Right. Uh, yep. b-
1: by the way, welcome to the uh, ADD podcast.
0: <laughs> um, Brought to you by Adderall. Tom DeLonge
1: <laughs> revealed the reason why uh, they were called Blink One Eighty Two. You were exactly right, Ronald. They were called Blink until their label informed them they had to change it because they shared the name with another band. They were badgered over it for a few weeks, so they hastily added 182 to it and just slapped (laughs) it on. Um, We just made up different stories about what 182 might mean.
0: Hmm. We were the Originals, but then there was another band across town called the Originals, so we had to be the <laughs> new new Originals, new Originals, and then says. they disbanded, so we could go back to being the Originals, but we thought, what's the point, really?
1: <laughs> God bless. Them. Ready?
0: Yes. All right, uh, bonus questions. The creature known as Bigfoot has a nickname that begins with an S. Do you know what that is? That's it. She has
1: to know. I'm gonna say she has to. She has to know this.
0: Think so, right? Spiritual. I would say yes.
1: Well, well, we got to throw that out because that that is having no. She doesn't know anything, and not, (laughs) not, and and, and (laughs) save that drop. (laughs) Uh, She's obviously super bright, but in the paranormal space, she doesn't know a lot. Um, So her kind of new agey yoga and and. Past life regression and numerology, and you listening, all <laughs> that is just not helping her in the paranormal quiz. <laughs> so I say she doesn't know. I, say, I think she won't be able to come up with it.
0: Okay.
1: She'll know it when he says it. Here's my prediction. Yeah. She'll go, oh my God, Sasquatch, yes, but she won't be able to come up with it on her own.
0: Ready? Here yeah. we go.
1: Sasquatch. Shit there you go. Yes. Yes. Come on, Allie. <laughs> yeah. Damn
0: it. And, uh, Ronnie, you
1: just vaulted into the lead.
0: Finally. Last question. Right. Ooh. The Monsterland podcast is inspired by a book written by one of the co-hosts, Ronnie LeBlanc. He wrote the book called Monsterland, which was based on a town in Massachusetts Ooh. that has had an abnormal Ooh. amount of paranormal activity. Ooh. Okay? Kay. And it's one of these three towns. Okay. Is it A, Lemonster? Is it B Worcester, or is it Three Gloucester? <laughs> I must have been getting <laughs> late. A B three. A B three. <laughs> no, I was trying to throw her off the scent, man. That was the, that
1: was the best Jackson Five song. A B three.
2: A B three.
1: Um, I think she's gonna say Worcester because Worcester. I don't know if you've been there recently, but there are some weird people in Worcester. <laughs> Just kidding, Worcester, we love you.
3: Oh, I would say I kind of feel like she's gonna say Worcester. Yeah. What was the third choice?
0: What was three? Out Glouc- of the A-B-three? Glouc- Gloucester.
3: Oh, Gloucester has the whole sea serpent yeah. and all that crap. And there was I'm the movie. S- I'm gonna say
1: she... I say she picks Worcester. Okay. She uh, sticks with B. I'm gonna say she guess, guesses Lemons. Alright, here we go. Come on, Allie. Don't let me know.
0: Yeah, no matter how mm-hmm. loud you say it, you're still wrong. Am I wrong. right? I'm sorry. No! no, no she went with Gloucester. Oh. Yeah, That's because oh, the perfect storm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, she was th- thinking of the perfect storm, She did right? say something about this, <laughs> this perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I
1: knew it! I knew it! I, knew it. I, knew it. <laughs> All right, I should win just because of that.
0: <laughs> Ronnie, congratulations.
1: You won our first edition of the Paranormal <laughs> yeah. Pop Quiz. Yeah. That yeah. was well fun. Well done, David. That was Thank so you. fun. I love it, this. I want you out I on the street. I love the intro, too. In the business. Yeah. Now, in the future, I want a lot less... Pod 617 promotion.
0: <laughs> no, next next week we got a teena- next week I got a teenager, a millennial. Oh, I yeah. can't
1: wait. A millennial's perfect. Yeah. Wow. Ronnie's like, I got I mean, uh Dave's like, hey, just random person. I found this guy, uh, Chachi LaPrat. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> By the way, let me tell you about his podcast. He hosts <laughs> the Beatles in <at> 6. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now available on Pod 617. Let's listen to about five minutes of the podcast, shall we? <laughs> Uh, that was awesome.
0: Hey, Chachi. Maddie said I'm not allowed to give you the paranormal. <laughs> <but>. <laughs>
1: of course. Actually, I want to go to his Beatles thing. That's another yes. topic. Yes. What a fun game, Ali. Oh. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Ali. It's all jokes. We love you, Ali. Very talented. Go to her website. Good sport.
0: good sport. Which is alibeststories.com.
1: Alibethstories.com. That's A L I B E T H stories.com. Alibethstories. Check her out, Mm -hmm. and uh, thank you for playing, Allie. Thank you for being our first victim, uh, participant (laughs) in the Paranormal Pop Quiz. We keep adding to the games here. Let's check out our bulging sacks. Wow.
2: Now it's time for Monster Mail.
1: Ronnie, how do people reach us if they want to get us a message? I had two calls to action. Okay. Keep up, monsters. One last week, I wanted to hear from people that don't believe in the paranormal but listen to us anyway. Mm -hmm. I want to get those messages. And number two... We want to hear your stories about things that other people don't believe when you tell them, or you might be sa- uh, shy to tell it, little coincidences, uh, things from the other side. Let's hear from you. How do they get a hold of us?
3: We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Monsterland Pod.
1: Let's start with <clears throat> Rick. Rick came up on uh, social media and said to us, I just listened to the newest episode of season three. That was last week, season three, episode one. This is season three, episode two, as you listen to it. Rick says, guys, I just listened to the newest episode of season three. You guys were talking about the dog man. I was literally driving through Elkhorn, Wisconsin, right now, home of Linda Godfrey and the dog man, LOL, synchronicity much? Um... There can you I, go. Can Another. I make, can I make a, a comment here? Please.
3: This is the second Synchronicity by Rick Hermes. The first one was the bird hitting the windshield. Is he the bird
1: man? Yes. Holy crap.
3: Both times he's listening to the podcast oh and then something God. happens. Like he hit the bird with the windshield, flew in when you said bird, talking about your mom, which you mentioned
1: tonight. Oh my God. And That's and, what I did. And now That's creepy. <laughs> There he is. That's the dog man right there. <laughs> Rocky. Hey, that's our guest from last week. <laughs> um, Ozzy Paul, super fan, uh, great guy. Ozzy Paul. He sent us, you know, weeks uh, season two, I believe it was. We were lamenting the lack of Bigfoot movies, and when we did that, almost on cue, we found out there's a to quote the great el guapo from the three amigos a,
0: a plethora correct
1: do you know what a plethora is dave why would you tell me i have a plethora of bigfoot movies when you don't know what a plethora is el guapo could it be that you're angry at something else and taking it out on me right? i love that movie one of the great lines movie so he goes he goes when you just when you want the cattle you take the cattle when you want the woman you take the woman. And El Guapo goes in the small log. He's like, you cannot force open the petals of a flower. When the flower is ready, it will open itself up to you. <laughs> and when do you think she will open up the petals
2: of her flower, El Guapo?
0: <laughs> Tonight or I kill her. <laughs> I like, Steve Mar- I like Steve Martins. Many of us have, all of you may have, an El Guapo in your life. In your case, El Guapo is a mean guy who shoots you to death.
1: <laughs> who happens to be the actual, the actual El Guapo. Guapo. Um, anyway, uh, Ozzy Paul sent us another Bigfoot uh, uh, movie, Bigfoot in the Forest documentary. And I was not able to watch the entire thing, but it does look very interesting. It's right on YouTube is why I mention it, because it's free. Um, <clears throat> so the, the kind of trailer for it, it says, it has been said there are around 7 billion people currently living on the planet Earth. And you may live in the city, you may live in the shores, or you may just live wherever. Just remember this one day you might find yourself in or near the forest. And when that day comes, keep your eyes, your ears, and your mind wide open because sooner or later, in one way or another, Bigfoot will eventually make its presence known in the forest. So I want to watch this. Uh, he sent it to us, another example of a Bigfoot film. I got to check it out. Yeah, we'll check that out. Um, thank you, Aussie Paul, for thank the you, wreck. Sir. <clears throat> um, also heard from Donald. He was commenting on the storming of Area 51. Donald says, hey, not going to be a surprise when you tell everyone the date that you're storming. Right? (laughs) And the time. 3 a.m. Pretty astute point, Donald. Fairly astute point. Um, We also heard from a lot of emails tonight. My God. Let's see here. This is from... Russell Time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> Russell. Mm. Uh, oh, Russell was commenting on our little mini micro video. He said, good stuff. This made me laugh. Thank you, Russell. <laughs> that was our little uh, micro video. Also, uh, on our Bears Defense says, congrats. Very cool on our uh, season three premiere. Um, so please, let's hear from you. We love get, getting your messages. Um I think there was one more I had here. Oh yeah, alright this lady wanted to remain anonymous she included her name but she asked I just make up a name for her so let's call her Allie <laughs> and, uh, Allie Beth Let's call her Allie, Allie Beth, Beth. Allie Allie Beth. Beth. Uh, We'll say she's a yoga instructor <laughs> who knows about numerology, but doesn't know shit about paranormal <laughs> Just kidding Allie uh, Let's call this woman Susan Susan says, dear Maddie and Ronnie, please do an episode about sleep paralysis and or night terrors. I have been afflicted by this. I heard a previous episode where you spoke to some kind of morning show personality. Oh, she's talking about Danielle. Yeah. A local. uh, If you didn't listen to season one or two, uh, she's a local morning radio personality. We had her on the show. She had some shadow people encounters. Mm-hmm. But Susan says she suffered from actually sleep paralysis. That included a phenomenon which some people have dubbed the black-hatted man. Oh, yeah. Um, Susan says this has been a terrifying experience. I have seen and uh, I have seen. So I think she means to say I, I sought help. I, see, I think she meant to say I sought help. I have sought help uh, to get through this. I think a discussion about this or an exploration would be fascinating and helpful to people who might be silently suffering, Susan. So mm. I think that's a great idea, Ronnie. Yeah. What do you know about sleep paralysis? I've gone through it and
3: shadow people. <clears throat> I've had you have both of those experiences. Um, I've had um, growing up, I've always had like night terrors, yes. like I, I had to have like a light on or something. But the reason for that is I would wake up, I would be conscious but unable to open my eyes so just black and i would feel like i'm being levitated off the bed and kind of like carted off ooh and
1: that sounds th- almost like a dog song.
3: and there's yes and there's times where i've woken up and i cannot move at all but you you know you're on your back or whatever and, and you cannot move any of your limbs and you just feel like there's an ominous presence mm. in the room um and different shadow people experiences especially my house i grew up on union street where i had a lot of different weird things happen i woke up and there was a shadow person you know shoulders head everything right in front of like the window it's so like blacker than black
1: yeah that's what they say
3: and like oh my eyes I was like holy shit there's no face no visible you know expression nothing but like open and then it was gone and oh, a couple of my my daughter just recently lena who i've talked about on this podcast a few times yeah. had uh, an experience uh, last summer with something that was like a shadow person, but she said she could see discernible hair on it, like what? it was almost like a Bigfoot type thing. Yeah, uh! and it touched her. It touched her mind's eye. It, oh, in the in it's, the, sh- in it's the uh, hand, third it eye. Yes, and it finger extended and touched her third eye. Holy crap! And this was like, yeah, just weird stuff. So I think that's a great idea. There's, I'm sure there's a ton of stories that people are are sitting on.
1: Uh, my best friend since third grade, um, Glenn, had a, had a uh, rent years ago. We were in our 20s. It was the 90s. We we're all just getting married. It was that phase of our lives. He rented a house on the water on the North Shore with his new bride. And we were sitting at another friend's wedding. And he seemed distracted. His new wife seemed kind of upset. We got talking. And he goes, yeah, man. And now this is Glenn is not like us. He's not Mister yeah. uh, Paranormal Spooky. He's very grounded, very scientific. You know. He goes, yeah, man. This house we bought is haunted and it's bad and it's and my and it's tormenting my wife. And she was suffering from traditional like inc- inc- concubine succubine. Like she was being pinned oh, down all to like the bed, pressure on her chest, and she couldn't it. get up. <clears throat> and they were having all these hauntings and. Uh activity in the house, bad activity. She was feeling pressed down in the bed. Uh, she woke up with marks on her. Jeez. She was standing he was standing at the kitchen sink one day and felt arms wrap around him thinking it was her. He turned to kinda kiss the forehead, and no one was there. Whoa. All kinds of things like that. Um he did some research. Turns out the owner of the house's son committed suicide off the back of the cliff that they were on. They were on the Jeez. cliff on the water in the North Shore. And the kid killed himself. So they believed it to be him. So we all got together and had a seance. Oh, my which God. Which was a stupid idea because it was fucking horrifying and weird noise. What know? happened? We, well, so the sister of the girl who was going through it, my friend's wife, basically like got seances for dummies, Yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. And we all got, sat in a circle, and my other friend got totally hammered and at one point went... Oh, my God, look, it's communicating. We all panicked, and he wrote, like, bite me in the candle wax, <laughs> like as a joke. And, but then things got very disturbing mm-hmm. and scary, and it felt horrible in there, and I was not liking this. And at some point, she said, are you th- this person? Mm. And nothing. Mm-hmm. Are you this person? Nothing. And then she said the name of the kid that killed up. She oh, said, boy. are you Joe Smith? And when she said that, we heard a. Boom, boom, downstairs. Like and confirmation. Yeah. I stood up, freak, and I hit my head on the wall, and everybody screamed because no one knew where the noise was coming from. And my drunk friend was still writing stuff in candle wax. He tipped the candle over, and things started. F- it was a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster. So they uh, they abandoned the house, like, like uh, Amityville. They got out of there. No shit. They couldn't take it anymore. Wow. And then my friend, my other friend, slept over that night and saw something standing in the hall. Hmm. But that could have been the 16 Captain Morgans he had. <laughs> but uh, point is, she was petrified Man. of the sleep paralysis and the feeling of being pinned down in her hmm. bed, which is very common. I think we should do a little episode on that. Why don't we have maybe an expert yeah. on that phenomenon on, and we'll, we'll that'd be a great idea. Dive into that. So thank you, quote unquote, Susan. Wow. Oh, by the way, was the uh, when you were pinned down in your bed? Mm-hmm. Was there a banana split in the room <laughs> by any chance? <laughs> this show has gone on long enough. <laughs> this has been chock full. Uh, thank you, Monsters. Let's hear from you. Keep the messages coming. Keep the participation coming. Producer Dave, great new game. Yeah, love lot
0: that. Awesome. My pleasure, dudes.
1: As Three Dog Night once said, <laughs> Mama,
2: yeah, so let's get
1: monstrous. Boys.
2: Sugar in your teeth. till
1: next week, monsters.
2: Crazy be safe out me? there. This is the craziest party
1: that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights because I don't want to see. He kicked that. your ass <laughs> in 1776. Stay over there and shut up. Let's
4: she said, uh,